I'm sure we've all been there. You see the things that you think you've got to have. The things you see on social media, and you're like, man, I have to go out and get that. You go out of your way to get it, and once you obtain that item, you love it. It's the best. Fast forward a few weeks, a few months, a few years. And that item just doesn't hit you the same way that it did when you initially got it. Maybe your tastes have changed. You want something bigger and better. Maybe you're looking to do a little fundraising for something in life or a bigger PC purchase. Today's episode is all about the thought process of what do you do when the cards or card or collectible no longer makes you happy? What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? Welcome to Wrestling With Cards, the podcast. I'm your host, Zan. You can check me out on all social platforms at Zan Morning. We all got into the hobby because we like to collect. We like to acquire things that attach us to certain people, certain superstars, in this case of wrestling, certain events. Maybe something that triggers memories of nostalgia or just a better time in our life or a time back to some sort of significance in each individual's life. But there are also times when we either have to or need to consider what we want to keep and what we want to part with. I think for many in the hobby, this is an interesting debate. Some may even think that the thought process of getting rid of cards in itself is complete blasphemy. While others may say, Zan... I don't know why you're talking about this on this episode, because this is how I've been operating in the hobby since day one. As always, I just like to share my thoughts and perspectives on the things, and, and hopefully this helps others, maybe some other people going through this thought process as well as myself. I think many people in the hobby get hung up on their commitment to the cardboard. The money, the time, the effort put into specific cards, specific sets, etc. And they get tied up with the identity of themselves with those cards. People all of a sudden know, hey, this is the guy that collects this. This is the guy who is a super collector of this. We plant our flags in what we like and what we stand for, and many find it hard to change stances or change opinions on things. I think sometimes even people may have lost interest or don't believe in a specific set or a specific talent anymore, but they'd rather just stand firm just for the sake of saving face than to change their mind, thought process, or the way they do things. So today, I'm going to walk through a few things to consider with your hobby journey. Evaluate your collection. Every month or so, I like to take a quick look through what I consider my PC. I take a mental inventory of the things that still make me happy, what makes me smile, what makes me think of nostalgic times and better memories that I used to have, or what I still think just looks awesome and brings pure enjoyment to me from strictly an aesthetic perspective. And when you do this exercise, occasionally you're going to run into a card or two that doesn't really do that for you anymore. In my opinion, at this point, it's time to consider getting rid of that card. You've owned it, you've enjoyed it, and now it's time to pass it along to someone else to create a memory. That's what keeps the ecosystem of the hobby going. But why get rid of it in the first place? Why not hoard everything? Isn't that what collectors do? Isn't that what the basement-dwelling gatekeepers in the hobby want to tell you to do? Isn't that the point of building a collection? So let's look at some reasons about why you might not value cards in your PC as high as you used to, and why it may actually be a good thing to move on from them. Leveling up your PC. I talk about this a lot, and consolidation within the hobby has become very popular. Many people see these huge cards that are flashed around on social media as flexes and think, hey, this is unattainable for me. Stuff like the LeBron rookie patch autos, Jordan autos, 52 mantle, signed wrestling all-stars cards. These are all the cards that I see flexed all the time on social media by numerous people, 
And these are the cards that people think they're priced out on. But maybe by getting rid of some of those cards that don't bring you the same joy that they used to, maybe that could give you the fuel that you need to level up your PC and get those cards. Working towards the card you always really wanted, but never thought that you could have. Working your way up to a card that you not only love, but is a crowning achievement. It's a goal setting, which is good for everybody to set goals. And then inadvertently becomes a true investment piece. As opposed to maybe a bunch of base cards or inserts that you have sitting around. Changing directions. I don't know about you, but my PC is a constant curation. Always evolving and changing. When I first got back into the hobby hardcore, probably three years ago, I just wanted to flip stuff and buy Marshawn Lynch cards. Yes, that's right, Marshawn Lynch. Because when I got back into football, playing fantasy football, probably, well, it was, it was his rookie year is when I got really back into football and playing fantasy. He was my guy. He was on the Bills. They just drafted him beast mode all the way. So I was like, hey, this is the player I like. This is hearkening back to a time for me when I started fantasy. So it's an important time in my life. And I'm just going to start collecting his cards. Then I decided I wanted to reboot my Shaquille O'Neal and Dennis Rodman collections because that's what I did when I was a kid. And I love the nostalgia of it all. And I still love those icons because really, they truly are icons. They've transcended basketball into pop culture, which is something I always like. But then I wanted to start piecing some wrestling stuff, such as the Road Warriors, Hulk Hogan, 82-83 All-Stars, which is like the only set that I'm keeping as a complete set. I'm not a set collector, but this set is just too iconic, and I love the classic names in this set. But then I started thinking, should I consolidate all of this, maybe, into higher-end cards? But all of a sudden, next thing I know, I'm a Carrion Cross super collector and I wanted to hoard Buffalo Bills cards. What the heck is going on? I just started to see myself going in too many directions. So periodically, take a look at what you have in your collection and ask yourself, is this really bringing you joy? Are you having fun with it? Is your collection giving you a form of entertainment, whether that's sorting, chasing, just looking at it, etc.? And then on the flip side, are you even looking at your collections? Or have your collections just been collecting dust? Why do you have them if you don't enjoy them anymore? I stated earlier in this show, I think people become too attached from an identity perspective of what they collect. Maybe they think that they will be looked down upon if they change their minds. Maybe they'll think, hey, people think I'm pumping and dumping because I've changed the way that I want to collect and stuff that I've been talking about and flashing on social media, I'm not that into anymore. Maybe they think they can't collect a certain way, a certain player, or maybe they think they've been passed by from modern or from vintage and they think, hey, I'm priced out. Just remember, no matter what you're collecting, it's always okay to change your mind, change your direction, collect what makes you happy. It's your collection, no one else's. Tell your own stories about your collection, your PC. Talk about the journey of that. Talk about changing your mind if need be. Blaze your own trail. If you're enjoying this show so far, just a quick reminder of some ways you can help support the show. First thing you could do, and it's the easiest thing, is subscribe to this podcast on whatever popular podcast platform you're listening to this on. Share it with a friend, tell a friend, spread the word. That's the best way to get this podcast out to new listeners. And if you don't mind, please take a second to leave me a review. Tell me what you think. Speaking of that, you can reach out to me on social media at Zan Warning, as I said earlier in the show, on all social platforms. Make sure to check out the OG Wrestling With Cards, where it started, YouTube. Wrestling with Cards on YouTube, where you can find a bunch of interesting videos, topics that I'm not necessarily talking about on this podcast. And I would greatly appreciate if you could share that channel with a wrestling fan, hit the subscribe button, and if you see some videos on there you like, go ahead and give me the like button. Thumbs it up. Also in the show notes, you can check out 
links to the Wrestling With Cards Patreon community page where you can help contribute to my content monetarily. There are costs that go into producing content, so that offsets those costs and allows me to do more within the community. You can sign up for as little as $1 a month, and trust me, that helps out. But it's just a way to get the community more involved in the content and, and have the community's voice heard. Again, links to everything I'm talking about today is in the show notes of this show. So let's get back onto our topic. Life happens. Unfortunately, things in life can come at unexpected times. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's a negative. Maybe it's the news that you're getting a promotion at a job you love, but now you've got to move across country and you just can't take all of those monster boxes with you that you've amassed over the years. Maybe you just found out that you're having a child and now that card room now needs to become a nursery. But it can be negative as well. Maybe you just need some capital for some bills that have come in that maybe are unexpected or expected, and you just need some help. Maybe this is the situation, but you're, but unfortunately you're cardboard rich and not liquid. Maybe the recent news of a loved one passing away really puts things in perspective for you. Life happens. And this is another reason I think it's a good idea to stay on top of your collection periodically. Weed out what you really don't have an attachment to anymore. I've spoken before, but I really started thinking about the burden that collections can become on loved ones when someone passes away. And I've seen it firsthand. Personally, I don't want to leave all of the crap, and again, it's, you know, I spoke about the 82-83 All-Stars complete set. That's clearly not crap, especially if I can get it graded. But I don't want to leave a lot of this stuff laying around if I was to pass away for my wife or my family to come behind me and be like, what am I going to do with this stuff? It's just useless cardboard. Could they make some money on it? Sure. Like I said, especially if it's graded only because it's identified and they know what it is. But as somebody who operates on eBay on a regular basis and other people who may take this collection after I was to pass away and don't know what they're doing, they wouldn't get the true value out of it and may not even know what the first thing to do with it. I mean, God forbid they just throw it in the trash. Again, it could just be a burden, and the last thing I want to do is have a loved one that would potentially be grieving have to deal with all this. I've also learned from experience that while we all aspire to have these collections of value, we have a lot of fun. At the end of the day, in my opinion, it's always better to be cash-rich than cardboard rich. Now that might seem obvious to people, but I just don't think people are thinking about it that way. People go out of their way to acquire rare, scarce items, not even worrying about what they're paying for it because they think it's an investment piece, which, you know, most of the time if you're spending that much money, it probably is. But again, just something to consider when those unexpected bills pop up and, you know, it's easier to pull money out of a savings account or out of a stock that you've got than it would be trying to sell a really high-end or rare card. Again, I have firsthand experience with that. There could also be a point in time in a collector's life when they just become burnout. They're ready to retire from the cardboard or they decided, hey, I'm just going to take my collection that I have and my knowledge and I'm going to open a business with it. Maybe that's a local card shop. Maybe that's a business venture outside of the hobby that they've always wanted to do. And they can then apply that capital to start that business with the cardboard that they have. Because long term, hey, this business is going to cash flow more than these cards could. I hope I've given you all some things to think about today. Just remember, this is my opinion on things, but I think it's something you maybe should consider daily, weekly, whatever, however it is that you go through your collections, it's a, it's something to start thinking about, I think. It's always okay to collect whatever you want and however it is that makes you happy. But also remember that you aren't slaves to the hobby gatekeepers. You can change your mind at any time of what you're collecting or your thought process. You can also bail out on the hobby at any point, sell all of your collection at any time, because again, life happens. I just want to talk about these things because... I see people in the hobby talk about having too many cards being priced out, 
of cards that they really want, or sometimes just seeming like slaves to their collection that they have built around them, instead of just focusing on having fun and living a fruitful life, however they see fit. Thanks again for listening today. Again, please subscribe to the show on whichever popular podcast platform you're on. Share it with a friend. Reach out to a wrestling fan. Reach out to a wrestling card collector. Reach out to a sports card collector. If you think this show will bring value to anybody's life within your circle, copy this link, share it with them in a text message, an email, share it on social media. You can tag me in it. Be happy to retweet it or share it on Instagram. And again, don't forget, check the show notes for other ways you can support the show. I appreciate your time today and listening. And until next time, keep collecting, keep having fun. We'll see you.